everyone, and welcome to episode 170 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, uh, welcome to our new backgrounds, and we thank you for listening. Uh, if you didn't know what we're all about, we talk uh, we talk about video game and movie news, those we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-hosts, with some new backgrounds. My name is Craig, same background, same shoulders, <laughs> same knees and toes. <laughs> My name is still Craig. Slightly different background. We're looking less dungeony in the basement here now. So I'm, I'm, we're doing what we can. We're switching it up. It's going to be a big, big shock for everybody, I think. Yeah, and I a think the main shock. reason we didn't tell Craig to change his background is we didn't want to shock you guys too much. Yeah. Yes. You, know, you, you want to keep change. one similar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need something to be grounded to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Make it feel and like then home. once Craig and Continuity. I are done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Once Craig and I are done, then Craig will change his all up and it won't yep. be tearing this wall it, down. Yeah. Yep. Everybody who compliments on his background, say goodbye to the coffin. It's gone. It's Coffin's no gone. Yeah. No yep. more of that. Yeah. <laughs> but what there is always going to be more of and what always has a place on Craig's wall is the news this week. Nice. Well done. That's true. So with news this week, it's kind of all over the place. So I'll kind of just do my my four small here. Uh, Modern Warfare 3 was announced this afternoon. Coming out November tenth. Uh, I look forward to it. I I like the Modern Warfare campaign. They did already announce that your purchases are going to carry over into Modern Warfare three. Perfect. I'm a little bit more excited for the game considering how much money I've spent on the battle pass and things like that, and how much I've played of it. Are you for guys real. excited though? Yeah. Um. We were talking before we started recording. I am holding out hope that I will see a message saying it's going to be day one on Game Pass. Maybe mm. so. I'm not going to go rush and pre-order it, but if it doesn't show up on Game Pass, I will be buying it day one, of course. I am going to exercise restraint. I am very excited for it, but with pre-ordering, going to exercise restraint. I looked at my calendar and I've pre-ordered way too many games, and I know <laughs> Call of Duty. Well, oh, sorry, Modern Warfare specific three specifically will not run out of uh, copies. No, so <laughs> no way, no how. But I am excited for it. I I'm I'm a, I love campaigns from from that from those games too. They always are. They get more extravagant. They kind of fast and furious it, where it just gets be- like more and more and more and more and more, like with mm-hmm. each one. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, it's Makarov time. Give me Makarov. Mm-hmm. I I really wonder. Like, no Russian probably would not fly in today's world. Right. But what if? What if we got no Russian again? Uh, just in a different aspect. It'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, most definitely. Next up is going to be Red Dead. is coming out for PS4 and PC August 17th. This isn't an upgrade, just so everybody's <laughs> clear. This is not yep. that. Just yep. get over to the uh, PS4 and the Switch, not the PC. It's already on the PC. Sorry if I said that wrong. But mm-hmm. I don't see anybody getting it for Switch. I'm not going to get it for ps4 this is a very very like niche like i feel like release from them and i guess probably doesn't take a lot of work from rockstar but what about you guys i mean i still have my 360 copy back here behind me and it runs perfectly fine on the series x at 60 frames so no i don't need a copy yeah it's very very niche like i'm trying to picture somebody seeing this article and it being their favorite article of the year because they they can play it now. Like, you know, I'm trying to I don't know. It's going to I'm very skeptical of games like these, especially on the Switch. I mean, the PS4, I'm not. But. Um, I'm glad to hear it. You no, know? Like, <laughs> like that's you've you've not given me an idea. Do we need an article of the year in our game? Awards now? <laughs> we on. might need an article. That's going to be impossible year. to keep track of, though. Oh, I could look. I've I have every single script from every single one. (laughs) I can find the article. Man, I I delete mine as soon as we finish. Well, we already have a clear cut winner for article of the year. It's it's clearly Red Dead. Yeah, (laughs) that's our starting. We can only really go up from here. Yeah. (laughs) As if you're watching it this morning, uh, there is a Nintendo Direct that's going to be at 9 a.m. on August 8th. So this morning, if you're listening right now, we drop the podcast at 4 a.m. If you're listening, it'll be just in time for you to stop this and listen to the uh, um, and listen to the, the Pokemon Direct. 
I'm excited for it. I hope we get more news about the DLC. We should be getting the first part of the DLC somewhat soon, and I'm going to be very selfish, and I just hope that they announce uh, whatever new Pokemon game they're working on, whether it's the Legend series of Johto or anything, or remakes of Gen 5. Uh, but those are those are the two oldest ones we haven't seen remakes or anything up from yet, so I desperately would like to see them. Is, it, is there a possibility that this may be the first year in a while that we don't have a Pokemon game in the fall? Ooh. No, we had uh, we had something similar with Sword and Shield. They and did DLC as well. Technically, okay. we do get Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah, you're one right. One of the 4,000 right. games I pre-ordered. That's in, series. like, November, right? <laughs> That's my or guy. Something? October. Yeah. October, okay. Yeah. Detective Pikachu, man of class. Can Man, we just? I, don't, get, I still, I still don't know the gameplay of that. But anyway, sorry. Can we just get a remaster Red and Blue, please? Oh, I would get my hands on that if that's we all, did. That's all I want. Can okay. they leave? Can they leave the Cinnabar Island cheat as well, please? <laughs> yes. If they did that, yes, that would be cool. Can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> and then, lastly, I'm not sure whether or not I mentioned it last week or not, but Post Malone buys the magic. The Magic the Gathering, the ring uh, ring card. One of one card. It's been shown out a lot. Uh, it was finally found by a card salesman people opening up packs. And Post Malone bought it. The rich get richer and the rich get the nice <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah. Of course, it's a celebrity. I don't know. In my mind, nobody else was forwarding this other than a celebrity. Right. Uh, does this make Post Malone a Magic the Gathering fan? I imagine so. He's a huge Magic the Gathering fan. I did not know I, that. I didn't know, yeah. I yeah, know he's, he's he's big into two things, Magic the Gathering and Apex Legends. See, I knew so, Apex. Yeah, he's huge into Apex. both. So it makes sense that he would buy it. Um, he seems like a nice enough dude, I guess. So I don't know how much he paid, did it say? Or was it private? Uh, uh, no, I've, it's a couple million. That's for okay. sure. Okay, okay. Wow. I mean, I still was kind of irritated that a, a card shop found it because they were just sitting of there course. opening packs. Like I would have much, it would have been much cooler if it was a random person who got it and then Post Malone paid two million for it. That would have been cool. But at least it's out of the card shop's hands. Yes, because that's kind. It still feels scummy to me. Yeah, maybe maybe Post Malone just like rips it, rips it into six pieces. <laughs> Gives it to gives the corner of pieces to other people. I don't know. Just completely defaces the value of the card. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what he'll do with it. Use it? Nah. He might. He does play a lot of magic. <laughs> I feel like he'd be the kind of guy that would just like not even worry about the worth of it yeah. and actually use it in a deck or just That'd use it in general. It'd be like sacrilegious. Yeah. Just like use that in the deck. It would be. Hmm. <laughs> But that's all I have for news. What about you guys? All right. A um, couple things here. Number one, uh, earnings call with Square. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 did not meet expectations. Um, and kind of the meat of the message that I got from this is maybe you shouldn't make it a console exclusive and you would have hit your expectations. Mm -hmm. Just the thought. Um, it did sell well. I think it said it sold f uh, five, was it five million copies in the first seven days, mm -hmm. um, which is decent. But I believe they said Final Fantasy fourteen, the online one, sold five million in twenty four hours. So when Those you are compare two different the, games, yeah. But if you compare, like, I don't know what their expectations were for sixteen. I know it was high, and it did sell well. Um, yeah. But limiting yourself to one console. I feel like you're still kind of just shooting yourself in the foot here, right? Well, yeah. and it's supposed to come out to PC, but right. the PC port isn't ready yet. So probably the PC port will help it get there. But mm -hmm. and I, we probably read the same article for me. It's a lot of copies were bought relative to how many PlayStations are currently out there. So right. the attach, mm -hmm. if you think about it, the attach rate for Final Fantasy 16 is high. Uh, it's just a matter of, there was probably a payment on Sony's end to make this game. Uh, oh, yeah, there so, had to be. You know, mm -hmm. they're they're never going to disclose, oh, you know, the game's on track considering we got paid hundreds of millions of dollars to make this <laughs> game exclusive, most likely. So, right. Yeah, the Bahamut fight alone cost more than 45 <laughs> of me will ever make in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. Like, they were probably <laughs> expecting a big return. 
Um, and it brings up an interesting, interesting argument about console exclusives and where developers try to go from here, you know, especially with Square Enix. I also read a similar, if not the same article as you gen- gentlemen, and they, they said that they do believe that the limited player base, obviously of the PS5 specifically, um, was, was due to it, but it brings, it brings up an interesting thing. We see console wars, we see everybody vying control over these, these main developers and these high profile games that are being created. And then it's just very interesting to read an article like this, where it is limited by the amount of PS fives specifically, but I don't see anything other than a PS five besides a PC, a, a higher end PC being able to support a game like that, you know, to the, level that the three of us experienced it which right. is the level that's putting it all on our top tens you know what i mean so for the mm-hmm. year so it brings up it, it's it's interesting you know i, I find it a, a very interesting take or a very interesting article when you're thinking about exclusivity yeah. for a console yeah um and then also to kind of tie into that final fantasy 14 is coming to the xbox Ooh. i, I mean i saw people so like People were like freaking out over this announcement. I never got pulled into it. I feel like I could be because I love Final Fantasy so much. Like this could be a MMO that pulls me in, but I don't want to get pulled in. I don't. (laughs) But I believe it comes out next year, early next year. Yeah, I've tried to get into it. And they've also announced there's another expansion pack coming to that now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it, it's a lot like MMOs like it is so much that it it, it, it really does overwhelm me like I definitely yeah. gave it a good two hour try but also like I'm not playing with anybody I'm playing by myself mm-hmm. uh, I'm in the very beginning area where there's probably a bunch of people who never want to talk to anybody <laughs> like you know I probably right. wouldn't I probably wouldn't make friends you know you make friends yeah. 50 hours in uh, <laughs> into this type of game right. so it's like maybe maybe I need you my friends to to help me uh, yeah. to get into the game. But yeah, I mean, no, it's, it still has a monthly subscription, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. With PlayStation is and, and PlayStation, I think you can get a month added to everything free. So it's like two months of play for free. Okay. Okay. That always is like, it, it shouldn't be a factor for me, but it always is ever since the time of wow when i was in college and i was like oh, i yes. can't afford i can't afford 15 dollars a month um i always look at those monthly subscriptions and i know like if you think about all the monthly subscriptions i'm paying gaming and streaming related it shouldn't be that big of a deal but it still is to me for some reason yeah i i would agree with you craig i'm also going to add to barry's comment i mean i'm 35 now i'm not trying to make friends specifically <laughs> online <laughs> So yep. like, so the massive, massively multiplayer portion of MMO is not necessarily in my wheelhouse. I also gave it a college try. I actually gave it kind of less, I, probably not a college try, than a grade school try. I gave it like an hour. But I've always wanted to dip into it because of how well received the expansions were. I mean, every single thing they drop, it's just, yep. they're, they're Rockstar Grand Theft Auto 5 it. It's just better and destiny better 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 the more that it, it they they release but i just i don't have i don't have the time i'm right. also craig to go back to your point i have a lot of subscriptions too that are streaming and game based yep and i i'm not gonna pay the money for something that i know that i'm probably gonna dip into once every two months yep if i just like say like hey i should play that again you know like, right. and just so we're aware um just so we have it right it's actually free to play up to level 60 okay with no restrictions on play time okay uh, so we could That's all three of us could download it and play to level 60 and, mm-hmm. and but then we have to start paying apparently so just do you think idea. do you think this you could see a potential where microsoft is like hey it's included in game pass like this absolutely absolutely that would be killer right that, that would be killer in. Everybody else is like, oh, wait a minute, you know, uh, especially if it's cross progression um, to be able to look at it and be like, hey, I don't have to pay this anymore. I can just use my game pass. That would be huge. I do think it would still be the same thing where like it would be free to play like your pass right. and stuff like that. But you'd still have to pay for the DLC. Yeah, which but- I'd be fine with. Like I would do that if it's included in game pass. I would be more willing to like, all right, I'm going to put in 
50 hours or whatever and see how much, see if I can really get into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we'll see Uh, early next year for that on the Xbox. I'll definitely give it a shot. Um, I haven't played it at all. Not once. So I feel like I should at least give it the college try. Right. Yeah. Next one. um, We all know who uh, Neil Blomkamp is the director. Oh yeah. District nine. District nine. Barry, you know the movie District 9? He, he is the protege. I've heard of, of District 9. I don't know who okay. he is. Okay. He's the protege of the director who did the Lord of the Rings films, and I'm, his name is escaping me. Peter That's Jackson. where he learned. Peter Jackson. Thank you. Thank yep. you. Um, side note on uh, District 9. If you, I'm assuming, Barry, you have not watched it, right? I don't believe I have. Okay. So, a little, little, it's a very good movie. Um, very on, good. A, on a side note, District 9, uh, originally what happened was Peter Jackson was going to make the Halo movie. This was way back when um, he it, things fell through. He backed out. He gave it to Neil and Neil came up with District 9. So cool. the District 9 is kind of a Halo movie ish. But anyway, um, we had some leaked images today of a battle royale game by Mr. Neil Blomkamp. Um, you can look those up if you want. It looks very District 9 ish. Um I don't know if maybe it's a little too late for a battle royale game, a new one, but it looks interesting. Okay. Um, I don't know. We have to wait. It was just kind of like four or five leaked images, and I was like, "Oh, that could be something different." But how many have we had come through that have failed that aren't Apex or yeah. Call of Duty or Fortnite at this point? Um, yeah. So there's that. Uh, so the other one that I had that I thought was hilarious is. Um, the story about Activision and their Transformer games. Did you guys read this? I did no. not. Okay, so uh, Hasbro, uh, Activision has the rights to the old Transformer games. Um, supposedly what happened was Hasbro was like, hey, can we do something with these Transformer games, the older ones? I don't know if they're trying to remaster or just re-release them. And apparently Activision couldn't find them. <laughs> I'm sorry, that what? That sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, they could not find them. Uh, I don't know which games they were. They didn't clarify. No, Activision has come out recently and said, no, we have them. But the original report was Hasbro wanted them. And Activision is like, we don't know where they are. Uh, I'm assuming probably source code is what we're talking about here. Probably. But that is hilarious. You should probably not misplace your games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how do you, how does one lose? I, I'm assuming it's on a hard drive. It's got to be like a server. Like it's yeah. not even on a hard drive or anything right. like that. It's on some sort of permanent Maybe Maybe thing. the servers weren't running and then they're like, oh, yeah, we have it backed up on this hard drive. Oh, wait, where's the hard drive? Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been one of those situations. Maybe the intern oh, couldn't find it. Um, but apparently, according to Activision, they have it. So it's not that big of a deal, um, supposedly. Uh, <laughs> and then last thing I just wanted to bring up real quick. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. We're getting close to that. Yes, uh, 20 to 30 hours. What? I'm okay with that. I am 100% Absolutely. okay with yeah. that. I'm right. Yeah. I'm so Supp- surprised. Supposedly, they're saying 20, 20 for the main story, 30 if you do everything. Ah. Chef's that kiss. is. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Wait, wait. Chef's so kiss. they don't want to do like Valhalla length stuff? Well, they're anymore. doing. They said that. They did come out and say that this is not the way they're going forward. They see a path for both. So they want to see how this does. And if this does well, we're looking at a potential Assassin's Creed coming out that is shorter and also Assassin's Creed that are coming out that are the longer experiences. So we'll probably get both branching out. Okay. So the title of the next game is going to be Assassin's Creed Scenic Route. Yes. Right? Yes. The long one. The short one. That's yeah. what they're going to be called. <laughs> That's but perfect. I'm excited. That's perfect. That's a that perfect makes me happy. Hours. Yeah, twenty. Perfect. Yeah, just back to its original roots, which it desperately needs. Mm-hmm. I, I feel Every- like Assassin's Creed Two was like twenty. Yeah, something like that. Probably yeah. not even. Mm-hmm. Probably twenty to like max out, if I remember correctly. Right. If you're finding all Leonardo's, what were they? Birds. Leonardo da Vinci's birds. birds. There was like all mm-hmm. the armor. Yeah. There were those it's, puzzles that made me want to throw my <laughs> throw my Xbox across the across yep. the room. Yep. But that made me so much more excited for this game now. Like I am pumped to try this game now. As am yeah. I. 
yeah, I think uh, developers need to start sitting down and really saying, can we tell the, us this story in 40 or hours or less? And with the exception of certain games, I don't want to broad and just start tell at telling like people like Atlas they should be doing no, games Atlas in 10 could make hours. Shorter games. Like <laughs> their games are too long. Final Fantasy games, your Final Fantasy 16 was too long. Um, Final Fantasies are too long. Always. Every time. They're always every time. How how long like how long does it take to beat some of the retro ones? Like I can't seven? remember as a kid. Like 7 or 8 or 9. I can't remember how long it took me to beat those cuz you know I had like school and stuff when I was I can playing. remember the first time that I maxed everybody out in Final Fantasy VII, I'm talking level 99, uh, the the counter went to 99 hours for me, and then it stops. Mm. Um, so I want to okay. say probably 40, 50, maybe. Okay. Something like that. This game didn't have a lot of discs. Four. So. That four mm-hmm. discs. Yep. I think eight was shorter. I feel like eight was like 20 or 30. Uh, uh, yeah, eight wasn't that know. long. But Ace if you're Battle all the was time so you're, weird, though. all the time you're playing cards, though, then you're up you're, to 90 hours. <laughs> well, that card game was sick, though. It was so good. So good. That card game was pretty awesome. <laughs> and it had a nice jam to go with it, too. Very relaxing. The, um, that is the all of my news, though. So I'll throw it to you. OK, um, I had a couple that blended in with yours, guys. I definitely had the Final Fantasy and Red Dead one in mine. Um Another one that just like a quick ad was, and speaking of ad, was Mortal Kombat adding a, a couple of more characters to its roster. Oh, that's right. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. They have added Reptile, Havoc, and Ashra. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going amongst a wonderful cast. In addition to the base game characters that you're getting, you're also, they previously announced a while back, uh, Sector, Cyrax, and Jerus, and then also mm-hmm. Omni-Man, Peacemaker. Whew, love it. Homelander and Ermac. Yes. So... I, I read this, and gentlemen, I haven't pre-ordered this game. I didn't even know if I was going to buy it, but I'm getting close. I'm getting I, close. I know, I know better. I, I know fighting too. games aren't for me. I, I know they're not for me either. I is, played... Um, oh, go is, ahead. Is Homelander and, and like Peacemaker, are they DLC, or are they going to be on the disc? DLC. DLC. Okay. okay, okay. Cool. Continue. Sorry. No, no. The only thing I was asking is I played the newest street fighter uh to the uh demo and i briefly thought about it but like quickly was like i'm not gonna buy it every time they announce a new set of characters that they're releasing i get more and more enticed i don't know the last fighting game that i really really enjoyed was probably injustice 2 Mm -hmm. and that was just i just love any storyline where superman is like mad and decides that he's not a good guy um so that's what really enticed me about that game you know but I don't know. It's a not, it's an interesting uh, roster. Um, I mean, Sector and Cyrax alone, and then Homelander yeah. really did it for me. I did not watch Peacemaker, but I like it as a character. Him as a character. It's a good so addition. like I'm kind of enticed there. But they're just building their roster and building hype. It's a nice marketing campaign, kind of too, because they're keeping us remembering that Mortal Kombat's coming out in a slew of a bunch of things coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I had, the only other one I had was Barbie hitting a billion, Barbie billion, um, amassing 400 million domestically and over 500 million overseas. Uh, it is the, I believe the only film directed solely by a woman to hit a billion as well. There have been some, um, uh, women directors who co-directed, uh, movies like Frozen, Frozen 2, Captain Marvel, it actually, that's the movie it beat in terms of hitting a billion as quickly as it did. Um, I don't know. It's it's a force. Uh, Margot told in her told uh, the 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 studio in her pitch that it was going to hit a billion dollars. So it's just kind of like another win there. Um, nice to see a billion dollars amassed by a sole female director. What's her name? Just to make sure. I Greta know. Gerwig. Greta. Greta Gerwig, yeah. thank you. I had it on another tab here. Um, also, who also directed Lady Bird and, and 2019's Little Woman. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Hats off. We, it, it's a it's a locomotive, you know. Yep. So, uh, I just had to throw that in there because that was really nice to see. That was my feel good news. Yeah, I, I still need that. to go see that movie. I still plan on going to see it. It's phenomenal. Yeah. That Same, Oppenheimer. I, I still have to do my double feature. 
Yeah, I still haven't seen Oppenheimer. I, I feel like I'm I want to see that. I am so. Are you guys semi intrigued by anything that comes out and remotely related to the Manhattan Project? Because that's why yeah. I want to see Oppenheimer. I think it. I think that's a cool just portion of our history. I mean, yeah, a lot of people died as a result of it, and I don't want to overcount that. But I think that's a very interesting part of of history. So I need For to see sure. that film too. I'm struggling with the idea of a movie that long in theaters, which is why I haven't gone to see it yet. Um, is so it three hours? I, it's over three hours, I think. Yeah, it's oh. over. Um, so okay. there's part of me that's just like, uh, it's been in theaters at this point for what, like almost a month? Mm-hmm. Probably like three, three weeks, weeks, three month. weeks at three this weeks, point. Yeah. So we're probably only a couple of weeks off from it being on streaming anyway or rental. So I'm like, ah, do I just wait at this point and watch it at home? That's probably what I'm going to do. Um, we'll, and there's a million other movies coming out right now too. So it's hard to keep up. Truth. Yeah. That's all I had. Sweet. Let's go ahead and go into games this week where, uh, along with my new background, I was (laughs) moving and I have not had a lot of time to play, uh, games to be honest. I do have solidified my thoughts on Pikmin three general, um, four, sorry, Pikmin four. I wrote Pikmin three. That's, that's my bad. Uh, Pikmin four. And that's going to be all I watched or played. I've played, I've been playing the Spider-Man games for whatever reason lately. I, I saw that Spider-Man went back okay. to Miles Morales. You guys talked about final fantasy 16 and my urge is I really want to go back and play final <laughs> fantasy. 16. Right. Again. So, I might, uh, I, that might be the next thing I do here. So uh, it's a good time to do it. There's really not a whole lot else. It's, it is until Madden and whatever. Well, yeah, for me though, there's remnant two that I'm going to, I have to start. There's Madden Mm -hmm. that's coming out. Uh, we have then armored, armored core trip. That's the start for me. It's like, this was the week where I had time to like play new video games and I was moving. So that's That's my own fault. Um, okay. Uh, my lineup is actually all switch. How funny is that? Um, Pikmin four. Uh, I have this wonderful game called gal guardians, demon purge. Um, That is right up your alley. I've never heard a game more (laughs) up Craig's alley. Yep. And then my last one, I have to point out that, uh, you all should know that I actually finished a switch game this week. Uh, the wild was it breath of the wild? No, it's not. Uh, I finished, Disney's Illusion Island. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep, that's what I played these past I'm couple weeks. Craig, tell I'm everybody what you've been playing. to hear your take on that. Yeah, what, what have you been playing? playing? What have you been playing? <laughs> yeah, what are Ooh. you playing? Yeah, you. Me? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, <laughs> you know, you know when a new Harry Potter film came out, oh, God, you had God. to say, you know what? I got to watch all the other ones just to get ready for it. Let's see what Harry, Ron, and Hermione do. I'm doing Persona Five, basically of that. Um, I am. I, I replayed Royal, basically off and on the last couple of months, and now I'm basically in the last ten percent of it, where the actual Royal part gets going. So I'm doing that, and also simultaneously started and starting Strikers. So I'm about five hours into that. I really want to get myself ready for, for Persona Five Tactica. I'm a fanboy, Atlas. I love you. Um, I'm seeing this time frame as a weird summer vacation, if I could put it in an educational sense. I could play new games. I had Bramble in mind. There's a couple mm-hmm. of Game Pass games that I wanted to just kind of play just to give my take on it. But it kind of feels nice not having specifically anything that is for content right. that I feel not obligated, but that I want to play so that I can give you guys my my take. So. I'm treating this as summer vacation, and that's what I played. What I do want to talk to with y'all about um, in, amongst the games that you guys are going to talk about is maybe what our threes take is on Demonologist post update because we got yeah. a little, we got a little, uh, you know, a little scurred <laughs> last night. So we did, we did. <laughs> I was fair. legitimately haunted last night. I'll, I'll be completely honest <laughs> with you guys. Uh, it, it took it took me like a good moment to be like oh you know i after we were done playing demonologist i'll just go straight into demonologist yeah we yeah got done playing do and my brain was still in scared mode so it took me like it, it took me an hour and a half to go to sleep last night just to like get my brain out of it it's like oh god why do i play this game with you guys sometimes 
But, yeah, it's good. Uh, updates made the updates made it fun. I enjoy the update so far. It's just too bad that we have to switch our servers to Australian yeah. Sydney and make it that way. It I'm hoping it works soon on in U.S. servers, but eh. it's yeah. definitely still a game in progress. I feel like the update is made it scarier, more intense. Yeah, which is good. Um, I still have a blast playing it. Um, I think like we didn't play it for what, like a week or so. And yeah. I had kind of forgotten about it and then getting right back into it. I was like, yep, still enjoy playing this game. Still a ton of fun. Mm. Yeah, we started out, we, you know, got our feet wet in the hospital and they took it from zero to a hundred. They really utilized that hallway, which is yep. essentially for those of you who haven't played it, it's, it's really like the main way to get to every part of the hospital level. And immediately all of us noticed, including my wife, who was our fourth playing with us as well. They uh, they totally looked at that hallway and they were like, yeah, we need to we need to throw a bunch of stuff in here where so nobody feels safe. And between the gurney rolling down there and the occasional guest who decides to crawl, yeah, you know, on the wall, yeah. yeah, down the wall and such like that, they really upped the ante and it made it a game that's already pretty unnerving, scarier yep. in my eyes. I was a little bit perturbed at particular times, so. <laughs> Barry just ends up staring at corners. That's, <laughs> yeah. what, that's, that's what happens. He, I would look at, I'd be trying to do something. I turn around and there's just this character just in the corner, <laughs> just not moving, just staring at the corner. I'm safe, I'm safe there, guys. Like, there, like, yeah. he, can, he can go hunting. He can get me. I'll be like, okay, yeah. I died. At least he didn't scare me while doing it. But man, yep. that hospital was terrible. It was, the it other. was yesterday that was that was rough for me and bring it bringing it back starting to bring back flashbacks and trauma that i wish not to unearth it's a little yeah literally an upgrade to the last time mm -hmm. we played the hospital level it was good and bedlam yeah. bedlam's not bad you yeah. know it's a little big yeah. um i feel like the game works better in smaller spaces than mm -hmm. as opposed to like i feel like everyone is like all right we're gonna make it bigger and bigger and bigger um, I think the ones that work the best for me are like the houses and mm -hmm. the uh, like the Japanese style house is so close and claustrophobic. I think it just puts you on edge as soon as you go in there. So I, in my opinion, I prefer smaller maps as opposed to like these bigger ones. That's fair. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's talk about Pikmin 4. We'll go into yeah. Pikmin 4 then for me. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Pikmin 4, I put in a decent amount more hours into it. I have a better opinion of it. I, I really do like Pikmin 4. The only issue I'm now finding with Pikmin 4 is that it takes forever to get going. Yeah. With with Pikmin in previous uh, iterations of it, the tutorial isn't nearly as long. The Pikmin in this game, it, it is a long tutorial. People are just spatting at you and telling you this, go do that, and things like that, where it's almost more about the therapeutic side of pikmin where it's you get into a new world you land you're exploring you get your pikmin and you kind of just do what you need to do within a time limit then leave and restart the day where the beginning is just long and it takes a while to get to that therapeutic point that i like about pikmin mm -hmm. i think all the pikmin the, all the new pikmin are good um it was as someone who hasn't played pikmin since pikmin 2 i really enjoy 4 uh, and I do think a lot of people will find four as a really good jumping point because the tutorial is so in depth. It makes it very a lot. It makes it easier for newcomers to come along. But uh, just like going back and seeing uh, like what Pikmin Two did and how much faster it was, it was easier to enjoy the game. I guess is the way I'd put it. I enjoyed Pikmin Two because it allowed me to get to the part that I liked easier than in four. But for it, like looks great, plays great. Obi's fantastic. He's the goodest boy in the world, <laughs> and uh, you just want to protect him. But I'm interested to hear what Craig thinks, just because I know you haven't played a lot of it. I mean, I played Pikmin three for a while as well. Um, I think Pikmin four looks great. Um, it is super chill, which is awesome. My problem with Pikmin games is I just don't stick with them very long. Mm. Um, like I play them like, yeah, these are great games. I'm having fun. And then after a couple hours, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I've yeah. just never had the desire to stick with a Pikmin game enough to beat it. Um, yeah. and this one for me is no different. Not to say it's a bad game. I think it is a good game. And if you like Pikmin, you're going to like it. But 
I'm just such a casual Pikmin player that like I'm good. Like give me those couple hours and then I I got my Pikmin fill for the next year or two. That's what I feel like I would be because I would mm-hmm. either play it handheld. I, I would probably play it television mm-hmm. and then like mainly do it handheld while I'm watching something else to get through it. I don't know. I've, I've never toyed with Pikmin. Right. But like that's how I feel like I, I'd either be like you, Craig, where I wouldn't be able to finish it or I would exclusively make it handheld and such like that. But I'm, I'm weird with my Switch. I, if there's a big story moment in Switch games, I like it docked. So that mm-hmm. I can fully enjoy it on my television. I'm I'm weird like that though. <laughs> no, I'm that just my, yeah. You know. But that's all I played. So Okay. Um, yeah. So Disney's Illusion Island and Gal Guardians are both kind of Metroidvania style, I guess, technically. Uh, Gal Guardians, I guess, maybe isn't. So I'll maybe we'll start with that. Uh a 2D side scroller shooter. It's like it reminds me of like a a game I would have played on like Sega Genesis um, where it's like two sisters going into, uh, I don't know, different areas. And you're just like getting through the level and getting to the boss at the end. Um, it controls well, it feels good. I don't think it's anything spectacular, but like I'm enjoying it. I don't, am I going to finish it? I don't know. I've only finished one switch game in the past three years, so (laughs) (laughs) probably not. Um, but Disney's Illusion Island, man, that game is I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. It is a straight Metroidvania, which I don't usually get into. Um, no, there's bosses, but you don't have like attack buttons. So you're just jumping um, kind of like Ori. But except they're environmental attack. puzzles, I think. Yeah, is what you probably think they yeah. like even the mm. bosses are more puzzles. So yeah, the, the bosses will be like they'll be in the center of the screen. They're shooting stuff at you. Then you have to like hit switches yeah. around the, mm. around the arena. Um, I think like it looks very, very good. Um, the writing is good. The animation style. I love that animation style. The newer like Mickey animation style to me is cool. Um, and I just like the slow progression for me of like each new power you get and then you're going back to your old areas and exploring to collect more stuff was just like, it was enough for me to like, I think I beat it in like three days. I think I was just like, that was the only game I was playing. I was like, I was playing it like docked. uh, And then I would take it off the dock and continue playing handheld at night, like it before bed. So haven't like a switch game. Hasn't got me like that since I don't know, Mario Odyssey. Yeah, probably like that's the last game that like jumps out of my head is like I was playing that game nonstop Um, and also the other Mario's uh, that have come out. But yeah, that game is I think is extremely underrated and I think more people should be checking that out. And I don't know if people are just going to write it off because like "Ah, it's like a Disney kids game, but it is not because I was getting frustrated at some point. It was tough. Um, (laughs) And I know it's aimed at kids, but man, you get near the end and you're trying to dodge everything. It's it can take its toll on you. So hundred uh, percent recommend. Is it going to end up on my top 10? Maybe yeah. it might scratch the bottom of the top 10. We'll see. Um, it's definitely in my surprise category for sure. I think it's, What's I don't even it? think it's 60 bucks. I think it's cheaper. I want to say it's like What's the name of that again. Something. Illusion Island. I'm going to look it up while you're going over yours, Craig, but I want to yeah, say I'm- it's like 40 bucks. Yeah, I think so, too, uh, based on what I remember seeing on, like, GameStop. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah, thirty nine ninety nine, And that's, like, to me, that's a steal. Because I, I think it probably took me 10 to 15, maybe less. 12. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's Perfect. what I played. Well, that's I mean, I, I've been playing Persona, so I got really nothing to talk about <laughs> except per, go play Persona. No, played Persona. We need to let that game die. He uh, needs to be. Well, no, you did be Breath of the Wild, didn't you? Yes, you yeah, did. Yeah. Remember, I do remember you did that. All right. So, yeah, I <laughs> know. I guess you're good. I don't have any I don't have any crap to give you. Uh, I mean, I'm playing through Skate again, like the original Skate from 2007. Awesome. So, did did I mean, you see that Sessions is adding? Um, there's a DLC character coming to Sessions, and I can't really? remember who it is. Uh, you, you'll have to look it up. I don't know why I think it's got something to do with 
uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I watched this week. Okay. What a okay. segue. What a segue. Good. That is a segue. Uh, very proud of that one. But to be fair, that's actually all I watched was the new Teenage Mutant Turtles movie, uh, Mutant Mayhem. Uh, okay. Craig, you had said your what is your watch list? All right, here we go. Here we go. Um, I saw Haunted Mansion. Okay. Uh, I saw Talk to Me Twice. Um, I watched Insidious: The Red Door. Um, I watched Joyride, and I watched the Twisted Metal TV show the whole way through. Wow. Mm. I was busy these past couple weeks. Yeah. I mean, we didn't record last week, so they pile up. Um, hear me out. Okay. Um, this is like, I mean, ever since I've been, um, doing this podcast with you guys, you guys know that I'm an adamant fan of Twisted Metal. I have not watched it yet. I'll have at to all? just say that at all. Okay. Um, I don't know if, if what I'm waiting for. It's weird. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, um, my watch list has three things on it. Um, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Sweet. Super Mario movie. I know I'm late with all those, but they are available for streaming now. And Mm -hmm. I also have not finished, but watched the majority of the Netflix show Quarterback. Okay. So I'd like to give my take on that as well. I finished Quarterback, so I can talk about that one too. Ooh, let's talk about it together. Uh, But So I'll go into uh, TMNT Mutant Mayhem Mm -hmm. uh, first. Uh, For me, I enjoyed the heck out of this film. I thought it was going to be too much of a copycat of Across the Spider-Verse. It's mm-hmm. not in a couple ways. Uh, one, I do really enjoy the teenage actors that they got for this because their banter with each other is just so funny. It is so good. Um, Seth Rogen did a good job. And, you know, it's funny because they make each of them very personable. Like Donatello is the nerd that likes anime. And there are anime Sick. references all throughout here on a, with Attack on Titan and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is constantly mentioned in uh, in this. Uh, the voice actors, all the celebrity ones, they all went really, really well. Like, Jackie Chan is really good as Master Splinter. Uh, I think it's Ice Cube, I think, that does Superfly. And, man, he, he just... I, he, he gets on the screen and he just steals it for me. <laughs> the, the biggest thing here is that with... With this movie and how it's different is that it is not as pretty as like across the spider verse. And I think they do this on purpose. Uh, every person in this movie is ugly, like, <laughs> like deformed faces, cross-eyed, like it, it's really weird. The animation style they went with, but this, this like series of teenage mutant Ninja turtles takes place in our world. Cause they're constantly referencing like uh, Christian Bale's bath, Batman, or they mention, you know, trying to be like the Marvel superheroes. And I think that's because they're not like in the same universe. They're they're in our universe watching the same things we are. Um, there's a lot of growing for each of the t- of, of the turtles here. And I just thought it was turtles never really connected with me as a kid. I never watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I definitely think this movie does a really good job of not only being really good for adults and people who like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but also being a great introduction to kids. I want to, for kids, I should say, I'd probably compare this to like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, the first one, where it kind of strikes that really good balance. It doesn't, do, it doesn't do anything phenomenally. It just does a lot of stuff really well and keeps the movie fun for everyone. So I, yeah. I definitely recommend this movie and I definitely think people should watch it. Seth Rogen, despite of how he treats women, or is that mm. the other... No, that's right. Okay. Despite yep. how it sounds like Seth Rogen uh, treats women, he did a good job directing this film. Okay. It's on my list. I just, there's so many movies in theaters right now that like, yeah. I can't, like, I can't focus. Yeah. This week, it's the same for me. Like I saw this because a friend wanted to go see it as well. Mm-hmm. Like this coming week, I'm knocking out Barbie. I'm knocking yeah. out Oppenheimer. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'll be knocking out a lot of the shows that, like you mentioned, like Twisted Metal is getting reviewed very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been told to watch The Lioness that's on Paramount. So okay. I'm going to start watching. Okay. Yeah. Do you want, um, because the 
yeah, movies that I yeah. I, do you want me to bang through my movies real quick so that way, sure. Greg, you can give us because like a lot of the movies you're talking about are definitely ones that are like out right now and such. And then, um, Barry, you and I could talk about quarterback too. You know, side note too, Barry, Lioness is very good. Is yeah. it? Yeah, it's incredibly good. Um, yeah. But anyway, continue. <laughs> oh, of course, no. Um, which one first? I'll do Super Mario movie first. Yeah. Uh, great film. I, I kind of have a brief recollection without watching the the full video again of when uh, you gentlemen talked about it and you kind of had no movie of the year talks, yeah. but that you liked it. Yeah, that's where I'm yeah, at. That's fair. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Um, one big thing that I definitely noticed at the end of it, well, actually throughout it, I took a look at it and I was like, somebody definitely sat the first runtime down and was like, you got to make this shorter. Because it felt like the pacing of the movie was very quick. Like, very, 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 very quick. Gotta you keep know? the young like, kids entertained. Exactly. Meet Mario mm-hmm. Luigi. Meet their clearly rival in the plumbing business that they used to work for. All of a sudden, they're just... It, it, like stories progressing meet the nice italian family they live with i could have saw that family for about another 40 minutes they could have been in the whole film <laughs> like throughout the film and i would have loved it but um i really liked how with each particular character you could hear the nuances of the original actor or actress themselves especially like you couldn't hear it all the time but i could hear chris pratt in scenes like where maybe mario had like some turmoil um same thing with toad you could hear keegan behind it mm-hmm. you know um it, it was it was really nice uh charlie same thing with luigi like i couldn't hear him fully until there was either a long speak or something like where they're running so like i don't know i liked that part of it as well everybody seemed to kind of make it their own except for um bowser it's just <laughs> it's you could just hear him mm-hmm. um but um it was a good flick I liked it. I'll probably own it. I uh, I streamed it, and I would watch it. That's definitely one that I would watch three or four times a year. Um, maybe two or three times a year. Yeah, um, there we go. I was waiting for put you it to down a little that. bit. Yeah, <laughs> maybe once a year is fine. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I I enjoyed it. My wife enjoyed it. It's definitely worth it. Um, transitioning to Guardians, I was sad. Yep. In a lot of that movie, they need to they should have had some type of warning at the beginning where it's just like, <laughs> if you love animals. Then either rethink this movie Well, they wouldn't say that, but either just get your get your tissues ready. Like I wasn't full out bawling, but essentially it's just. I, I understand Rocket's backstory. I understand they were telling it. I understand all that. I got really attached to his friends. <laughs> in the in the cut in the in the uh the cutscene where the yeah. uh sorry throwback um portions of it so i i it's not as funny as the other two volumes to me soundtrack is still is still banging they still play the right thing at the right time that's what i love about guardians of the galaxy it's one of the few series of movies that do that correctly playing the right song at the right time like the whole movie uh, but I, I, I really liked Rocket's backstory. It just made me sad as to why I wasn't sure. Cause I did avoid essentially why people found the movie so sad. I was still under the impression. I thought maybe Rocket like was going to die like in like stealth. Remember Jamie Foxx yep. advertised in the entire film dies in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Sorry. Stealth's yep. been out long enough if you were planning on watching Stealth this weekend. It's not a great movie uh, anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, long story short, I know it's not necessarily out still in theater. Well, out the way it was in theaters now. It's it's available on streaming. But it is, it is a great flick. It's a nice... It had the right amount of conflict amongst the team, as Guardian movies do. I liked the Gamora side of them having to deal with Gamora just not being the same version as the Gamora that they, they're used to. I forgot all about that in between <laughs> movies. So that was yeah. a nice surprise too. Uh, but I recommend it. Uh, I can't look at Dave Batista the same way again. So the entirety of like him just, you know, being classic funny Drax, I just can't look at it the same because I just know <laughs> he hates it. So yep. I can't. Yep. Yeah. Does put connect. a damper on it a little bit. It did. I can't connect with Drax the Destroyer anymore, which was honestly one of my favorites in the other ones. 
Yep. Uh, so um, Adam Warlock was a good addition. Yes. I did like the infant kind of the infant stage he was in as well. And I pegged it in the beginning, as most people probably did, that he will eventually because he is obviously written a specific way in 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 the in the canon stuff. But I was like, he's probably going to join up at this point at some point. I don't know. Like, I kind of just felt that. But um, I don't know. Other than that, it was great. Um, how did you guys feel about I can't remember his name, the actual antagonist. I feel like he had a, a the high. Um, he's, high great. Embassy. he's great. I thought he's a good villain. He's a good villain. It's, it, 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 it's easy to get by somebody who tortures animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> easy, to, easy to hate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just for science and just his own. It wasn't even the advancement of the of the of, of the universe at one point. It was just him trying to be right. He said that. <laughs> throughout the film but i was just like you just want to be right man mm-hmm. so, yeah great great flick loved that and then um barry i don't know if you want to talk about quarterback uh quarterback like there isn't much to say that probably hasn't been said i do enjoy kind of the deep dive into like these quarterbacks lives because much like how hockey goaltenders are considered the crazy people of hockey i feel like a quarterback you have to be a certain type of person yeah considering everything and all the pressure on you it it didn't change my opinion about many of them. Like Marcus Mariota's whole thing is kind of crazy to watch go through. Um, I never disliked Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk Cousins now. Like he's just a dude. Yeah, dude. me too. Um, he does a couple weird things like with his brain, like that I don't get. Yeah. Um, but overall, like it, the whole Patrick Mahomes stuff, and maybe I'm still a little bit salty since the Super Bowl. I can't um, stand him. <laughs> yeah, but he. Oh, really? He yeah. knows he's good, and I get like he's. He, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, he is like the whole package, I guess, with being a nice guy, but also, you know, being he know he's cocky and he knows it. Like he knows he's good at what he does, um, mm-hmm. and he's one of the best at it. So I, I get that whole thing they're trying to go for him. Uh, I, if anything, I think this more redeems his wife a little more because, like, nope. the little we saw of his wife during the during the Super Bowl, I just thought she was so annoying. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yep. She gets a little bit more screen time here, kind of a bit more of a mom, but then also much like how Patrick Mahomes uh, can get lost in the moment. Most times, he she also gets lost in the moment and mm-hmm. can come off as annoying and arrogant um, mm-hmm. than than most, but. Yeah, I, all I can say is like I like Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a cool guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Marcus Mariota, I can't help but feel bad for. But yeah, I, I, I want to see a second season, but it doesn't yes. seem like any of the quarterbacks we want to do it are doing it. Right. Tua Tagovailoa is not doing it. Um, Jalen Hurts said Hardy he wouldn't. Hurt. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is not going to do it. Okay. I'd love to see Kenny Pickett from the Steelers. Uh, that'd be, that'd be a good one. An interesting story. I just don't know if he'd do it or if the Steelers would let him do it, considering he's still such a young quarterback. So yeah. keep that, uh, you know, keep that in mind for whatever the second season will be, because it made it was enough of a buzz. It's going to get a second season. It just depends. Yeah, on most definitely. Yeah. It's We're most probably going to get like Kalen Mond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great concept. I, I liked that it was kind of no holds barred. You know, there is swearing in it, by the way, for those of you who want to watch it around your kids or something along those lines. It was interesting to kind of show what they have to do. We all know the quarterback position as football watchers ourselves, the three of us, that it's by far an easy like it's not the easiest position at all. It's one of the hardest. And obviously they get paid for it. But it's kind of nice to see a little bit behind the scenes as to why not to mention you know the classic like them trying to battle the family time versus like Kirk cousins need t- takes tuesday off specifically which is unheard of so that he can be with his wife like no other quarterbacks doing that in the league but he specifically the arrangement he has with the vikings is that he spends tuesday with his wife i thought that was great to your uh point barry i like Kirk cousins a lot more he just seems like a normal guy who has an arm that's <laughs> he seems like the most normal the guy who has an arm it, I liked how they picked three people, uh, three quarterbacks in different parts of their career. You got Patrick Holmes rising to be what probably will be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. He already kind of is. Kirk Cousins is like needs to win soon (laughs) because he does have the the good contract, but and the good team. And then you have Marcus Mariota, who was supposed to be good. Classic 
you know, comes out Heisman trophy winner, that type of thing. And now he's trying to figure out the rest of his twenties in his career or early thirties, wherever he is. But I, I liked that. I thought Peyton Manning who produced it had a good idea there. Um, so watch it. If you like football, I'm watching it to get myself pumped for football. Um, it did something you can watch with different types of people and football, like how much they like it or not, because there's enough yeah. a- off the screen too. So, you know, you can grab somebody and watch that as well. But yeah, that's all I watched this week. Craig. I, spe- I specifically haven't watched that because of my dis- distaste <laughs> for Patrick Mahomes. Um, his, his younger brother is like the worst human being. Oh, his brother's Yeah, that is right. Yeah, um, his younger brother is terrible. Is terrible. And like his, his wife, in my opinion, is, is not that far behind him. Um, and I just, it's not like a, oh, I'm an Eagles fan and he beat us. It's not even that. It's just, he's always been to me like super cocky. So when I saw that on Netflix and he's like front and center on the, like the screen for it, I was like, I'm not watching that. <laughs> Completely understandable. Yeah. I just have no desire to know anything about his life or his family. He's more humble than I thought. That's not, okay. uh, it's not saying he's very humble. I'm saying right. he is more humble than I thought. He doesn't like pictures. Mm-hmm. He dated his wife essentially throughout high school and college he actually was in the friend zone until Mm -hmm. he like did something nice it's something of course to the greatest quarter one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time to beat the friend zone like yeah Yeah. that's the standard now you want to get out of the friend zone was he was he in the friend zone until he started making money no he was in the friend zone he did something weird on valentine's day he like gave her a flower she he thought it was a a joke she thought it was like the funniest thing and like made her switch how she was thinking about him. I thought that was cool. I didn't think Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes was the kind of guy that had somebody throughout like the high school sweetheart kind of thing. I thought that, you know, it just with his rise to fame, he acquired, but I didn't know much about him. So it was, it was kind of cool. He really tries to, uh, I don't know. It looks like he tries to be humble, you know, but (laughs) that's fair. I mean, I'll probably end up giving it a shot at some point, but that was just, you just give all the Patrick Mahomes parts. I might have you to. can't yeah. everybody gets like 15 minute segments. It's not like they're like Patrick Mahomes and then they go to yeah. Kirk Cousins for two minutes and then go back to Patrick Mahomes for 40 minutes. Everybody gets like okay. a huge segment. I would like it. to see them do other positions. I think that That's would be cool. There's your season two. And I, def- right and I definitely think there's a good chance that it's not yeah. just quarterbacks that they will. Do. There's your season two yeah. right there. That could be very cool. All right. Um, here we go. Let me run through all these. Uh, I'll start <laughs> with. All right. Insidious, the red door. Um, it's more insidious. It's very forgettable. I already forgot most of it. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming there's a red door somewhere in it. There is a red door. It has to do with his son and they have to close it. Um, oh no, there's jump scares. It's I, I don't know why we're still making insidious movies, <laughs> but we are here. We are. Um, yeah. Uh, Haunted Mansion. I'm just going to start at the top here. I feel so bad for Haunted Mansion because it's not doing well. Uh, It came out in the middle of all these other gigantic movies. Um, All I keep seeing is like, oh, there's another flop for Disney. Disney has flopped like 8,000 movies in a row, which they have. Um, And at the heart of it, this is a very good movie. Um, Mm. I'm trying to like turn down my expectations because I have such a love for the Haunted Mansion ride. I love that ride and they do such a good job of putting so many things in the movie that are from the ride um, that like to me, I'm like, that's what we want in a movie like this. Like I want to see the stretching room, which they do. I want to see like all the different ghosts that I've seen on the ride and at the heart of it is a good story as well. Um, So I think this is highly underrated. Um, Even if you look on like Rotten Tomatoes, I don't even think it's reviewed that well from critics. I know like audience score is high, but critic score, I think, is a little low um, because it's doing so poorly. I'm going to say probably in like another week or two, you're going to see it on Disney Plus probably would be my guess. Maybe right before Halloween or I don't know. But I feel like if they're going to drop it soon, just because it's n- nobody's really going to see it right now. Yeah, I'm I mean, when, you, when you have the choice of like Barbie, Oppenheimer, Ninja Turtles, um, you can even throw the Megs out there. Um, there's just so many options Haunted Mansion is like, who's going to go see that? You're going to take your kid. And the problem is when I think of when I came out of the movie theater was if you take your kids to the movies, Haunted Mansion would be one. 
but Haunted Mansion is too scary for kids. It's not a scary movie, but like there's moments where like if you had a little kid, they're not going to be happy. So you're going to take them to Ninja Turtles instead. Um, so I don't know. It's like a weird audience they're going for here, but definitely check it out when it's streaming. Um, Joyride is an older movie. Uh, this one is streaming, not on like a service, but you can pay to stream it. Uh, the this Paul Walker movie one? is no. No, not Joyride, Paul Walker. Joyride, um, oh man, it's an Asian comedy. Uh, okay, I have to look up everybody in it. This movie, oh, you is... know what? I think I uh, this sounds very familiar mm-hmm. now that I think. Uh, let's see, who do we got here? Ashley Park. Um, yep. Yep. And there's a ton of people in this movie. This movie is incredible, absolutely hilarious. It reminded me of the first time I watched The Hangover. Oh, where I'm just I like, I wanted to see this in theaters, but I didn't. And I'm watching it at home and I was like, I should have saw this in theaters because like I remember watching The Hangover in theaters and everybody in the theaters just losing their mind. I'm like, man, this would have been a good movie to uh, to see in theaters. It is extremely it's an extremely raunchy comedy from the female perspective. Um, and my God, is it good? Um, so 100 mm-hmm. percent check that one out. You will not be disappointed. Don't watch it with your kids. Um, but it is incredible. Um, let's do all right. Twisted metal. I'm surprised you guys didn't watch this yet. I've heard good reviews. I just haven't had time. Yeah. Just actually, Um, just actually renewed my peacock the other day. So now I'm, now I can watch it. 10 episodes, um, half hour each. So five hours. Um, easy watch. I like this first episode. I wasn't really sure. Um, those trailers, I don't think do a very do like justice to it. Um, what works so well in this is one, this is like, I have never paused the show so many times in my life to be like, was that something in twisted metal? And then I'd Google it. And it was, there's so many Easter eggs in this show. It is insane. Um, and on top of that, Anthony Mackie, um, and, and Stephanie Beatrice, everybody knows Stephanie Beatrice are incredible in this. Um, and she is, a new character, not like a twisted metal character. Her name's quiet and she doesn't talk. And I was like, okay, if anybody can pull off, not talking it's Stephanie Beatrice, but like three or four episodes in, she does start talking. And that's when the show, in my opinion, like really takes off. Um, and the first thing I thought of was like, how do you make a TV show out of twisted metal? Like, what do you, you know what I mean? Like, how do you make that interesting? It's very easy. Apparently Anthony Mackie is a delivery driver because there's all these cities and in between the cities is like chaos end of the world. So he drives from city to city, dropping stuff off for people and gets paid for it. Um, it works extremely well. Uh, Sweet tooth with Will Arnett doing the voice and then Samoa Joe doing the body, which I was so scared of works. Um, it's very well. Uh, and since you guys haven't watched it, I was into the show and I was like, this is pretty good. Get to that last episode, and it's all about Anthony Mackie has to make this one delivery, and if he makes this delivery, he gets to go live in uh, New San Francisco, I think. Uh, He's going to be allowed in. Um, But what happens in the last two minutes of this last episode to set up the next season? Um, I know for Craig, since you have a history with the game and I have a history with the game, I went, oh, baby. Okay. (laughs) I'm in. I'm in. I want that season two right now. Um, this season one is a good setup, but what they're setting up in season two and some of the characters they tease, I'm like, Ooh, I was so excited. Um, so, yeah, it's a great, great TV show. A lot better than it has any any reason to be. Um, I expected this to be awful. Sweet. And I was delighted at how, how good it was. Um, and then talk to me. Plain and simple, talk to me is is the best horror movie this year. I don't see anything topping it. It's going to yes. be in my top ten, probably top five. Um, absolutely incredible. I went, I saw it twice, but that was because my daughter wanted to go see it, and she wanted to bring two of her friends. They're all eleven, so I had to be like, all right, I will go see it first and make sure it's okay. <laughs> um, it's probably not, but they went to see it anyway. Uh, <laughs> so I guess I may not be like the best parent of the year, but He's she's cool. seen He's so cool many, dad. she's seen so many horror movies at this point. Like, what are you going to do? But, 
um, has to do with a hand uh, that's made. Uh, you know, it's like a porcelain hand. You hold the hand. You say, talk to me. You see a dead person. Um, you invite them in and they possess you. Um, if you do it for more than 90 seconds, then they can stay basically uh, pretty basic concept, but it works so well. And the second time I watched it with the information I had from already watching it made it so much better um, is an absolutely incredible horror movie. Um, cannot stress enough how good it is. And I think everybody should watch this movie. It works as a drama. It works as a horror. Um, it has its moments. I don't think it's not like a jump scare heavy movie. It's more of like a dread. If that makes sense. Like, you know, mm -hmm. bad stuff's happening, man, this like, I almost want to go see it again. And it's not, I don't think it's doing insanely well in theaters again, because of all the other movies out there, but this is going to be a cult classic easily. Easily. Question for you. Yes. Do you, as a man who saw it twice and thoroughly mm -hmm. enjoyed it, is this a Craig owns digitally, like buys it via Prime, or is this one where you buy it hard copy? No, I'll buy it. I'll buy it hard copy 4K. Okay. It's going to be, I'll be watching this every year at Halloween time. It'll be on my list of like 31 movies for, for October. It's going to be in there. It's probably going to be near the end of October as the more important ones tend to be um yeah it, it's up there do you see my face right now do you see how intrigued i am i, I like, know you, I, I listen i know you don't go to movie theaters you and your wife don't go to movie theaters go to the movie theater and watch this movie just do it trust me okay <laughs> barry go to the movie theaters and watch this movie no. <laughs> fair enough i tried I play demonologist i'm yeah, trying see you're already there just you are just go full in now Ugh, I'm not I'm not the anybody that knows me knows I'm not the type to just dive right in. Yeah. I mean, I Baby feel steps. like Baby I feel steps. like playing a horror game is worse than watching a horror movie. I would is say it that not? Too. It is. Yeah, because you interactively involved. have. Yeah, you mm -hmm. interactively have to make it progress forward, which means yep. you can't do, you know, the things that scared people do, which is like, you know, kind of like find different angles to watch the movie so that you're not as scared when the jump yeah that's happens. gonna be the thing like I, I if i'm gonna watch it i should try and watch it instead of just look down the entire time anytime <laughs> that thinks it's gonna be scary which you've already alluded to i just hide in the corner when i'm frazzled so horror <laughs> movies work so well in theaters because you sit down and when the trailers start and you realize how high they have that bass and volume cranked <laughs> and you're like oh baby they are gonna get me good no, you're 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 exactly right. Yep. You're exactly it's always right. cranked at fifteen. And you're like, oh, yeah. Way around this. Gonna nope, it's me. gonna get me. Yeah. But that's oh, all man. I watched. All right. Well, all right. what gets us is the end of the podcast this week. I want to thank everybody for listening. I know we took a week off, but my set will be done within a little bit. Craig sounds like he's gonna be moving some stuff, and other mm -hmm. Craig is going to slightly start skewing his photos. Which one is it? You'll have to yes. find out. Tear down this wall. Is that a bad reference? No. <laughs> but uh, thank you again for listening. If you're interested, you can support us uh, by reviewing us on your favorite podcast listening platform of choice, liking it, sharing it with a friend, or following us on Twitter, uh, TikTok, or Instagram. Appreciate any help you get there. And like and subscribe on YouTube. That's it's not easy Twitter for me. anymore. It's X. Uh, oh, dang it is it. X. That's right. <laughs> yeah, got to get your X yes, on now. You know what? Screw X. Just, just, just do the YouTube stuff. I can't. I yeah. can't. I can't be bothered anymore. So TikTok uh, and YouTube—that's the place to go. Yeah, do that, and well, you yeah. can interact with us there. Again, thank you. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Later. Bye, guys. <laughs>